Hi, I'm Mike Phil. Yeah, I'm Mike Butler. And you're listening to the Forgotten Cinema Generic Ad. Join us every Wednesday as we talk about films that seem to be forgotten by audiences, whether it be because a more popular movie was released at the same time or the film simply didn't catch on with an audience in its initial run. We'll discuss what we love about the film, maybe don't love about it, but we'll always recommend you revisit it. You never know, you might find your own forgotten gem. Forgotten Cinema is available wherever you get your podcasts or at ForgottenCinemaPodcast.com or ForgottenEntertainment.com as we are a proud part of the Forgotten Entertainment family. I swear I talk more in the episodes. Hi, I'm Shamar Griffith, codename Comic Shams. And I'm Andrew Tejada, codename Arate. I'm a blur with a love for artwork and comics and animation. And I'm a writer and blurred with a love for pretty much the same things. We grew up together and spent much of our formative years watching and talking about DC superhero shows and content. In fact, we still do. Every episode, we will discuss a DC production, compare it to its original source material, and share our thoughts on the adaptation. We've enjoyed our conversations these past couple of decades, and we think you will too. This month, we're checking out New Earths as we hop across the DC-verse on yet another DC animated podcast. Welcome to yet another episode of yet another DC animated podcast. My name is Shamar Griffith, codename Comic Shams. And I am Andrew Tejada, codename Arate. Andrew and I have known each other since 1996. That was the year The Nutty Professor was in the top 10 of highest grossing movies at the box office. Wow. Um, I definitely helped with that. those numbers. I can tell you <laughs> that right now. <laughs> Would you like to guess what position in the top 10 Nutty Professor held? I mean, I'm going to go with number one. Like, that was a classic. You can't <laughs> beat that. Like, what else was happening in 1996 that topped Nutty Professor? <laughs> Sadly, very sadly, I have to say, Nutty Professor was sadly just five. It was number uh, five. It was beaten by, in order, The Rock, Mission Impossible, Twister at number two, and of course, Independence Day. Ah, uh, yes, 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 of course. Um, I'm also just thinking, I thought at first you meant like the actual Rock Dwayne, The Rock Johnson, just beat the Nutty <laughs> Professor. And I was just like, uh, What's going on there, Rocky? <laughs> Probably did. Probably did. <laughs> Nutty Professor made more than Jumanji. Live with that every every day of your life, guys. <laughs> so uh, we're talking about our, you know, top stuff in terms of like movies and everything, because this is our annual. We did it. We made it a full year, a whole 52 weeks of nonstop yet another DC animated podcast content. I mean, there's only two words for this. In the words of the esteemed kite man, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this is this is awesome. This has been such a wild ride of just going through all of these shows, making all of these references. How are you feeling about this, Andrew? I mean, this this is like it's crazy. We were uh, you know, we had tossed this idea out. Um it, it seems like years ago. <laughs> We, we made our pitch for the animated podcast while we were still holed up in quarantine uh, days. And now we're vaccinated where we're our voices are out there. And mm -hmm. everybody who listens, everybody who's randomly said, hey, aren't you on that thing? Uh, appreciate it. Appreciate being the guy on that thing. And for the constant support uh, of our, our work this last year, it's been fun. It's been a wild ride. Uh, 
talked about things I thought I'd never talk about publicly. <laughs> I'm talking about go to the yeah, T Dice go to the movie Static Shack. You know, I, I those <laughs> never thought <laughs> those two things only. Uh, but no, it's it's I'm grateful. I'm I'm happy and it's excited uh, that we've been able to do this for 52 weeks straight. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I gotta say too, man, it's been awesome just to be talking about these things with you you know we joke about the fact that we've been talking about this stuff since we were like five years old so we've literally grown up with this content and it is in its own way shaped our own upbringings our lives the way we are some of our morals are the way we tell stories as well and i'm so thankful that i got a chance to do it with you because uh you know 1996 man you were my old you are my oldest friend Oh, damn. <laughs> Better not tell him I have older ones. Uh, <laughs> oops. Oh, no. Edit it out. Edit it out. Can't take that one back. <laughs> but also, I just want to thank everyone who has been listening to the show. I hope that we have been dropping some great um, content for you to watch and to listen to for ourselves, as well as uh, just providing a bit more knowledge um, whenever you're looking for it. I think we're at a point now where... Um, we're in the golden age of superheroism and when it comes to the comic books, to the movies, to the TV shows, and anything that we can provide for you, um, we were just happy that we were able to give forward that information because, you know, information needs to be free, y'all. Yeah, information is power. That was real. And that continues to be real. And, you know, part of that, I hope we've either pointed you towards something you didn't give a try before or pointed you away from something you shouldn't watch (laughs) (laughs) steel featuring Shaq (laughs) it's not worth it's not even worth it for the lols guys just skip it (laughs) trust us so instead of going to watch 1997 steel (laughs) we were now we we're doing our annual we wanted to look back first off starting with a big question what do you think was our hottest take either just statement or episode um, <laughs> as I over the past year or absolute hottest red hot take mm-hmm, mm-hmm. red hot take. I would have to say that the way we destroyed Batman bad blood. Jesus. <laughs> Yo, there are so many people that come up to us and it's just like, how did you hate Batman Bad Blood? And I say with a deep-hearted passion. <laughs> oh my god. Everyone on planet Earth and Earth 2 likes this movie <laughs> more than we do, and we cannot for the life of us figure out why. <laughs> I don't know why. Like there's so much other great content out there that features the Bat family. Please don't limited to batman bad blood like if you're looking for batwoman i mean there's a tv show that unfortunately now has been canceled but there's also the mystery of the batwoman uh old film where it's just like we get three versions of her or two or three versions of her if you want batwing i know it's a weird name but you know we gotta give it to him because he is the he's the first black member of the bat family (laughs) so you know my boy is got his live action debut he is and he's a new creation so please uh there there's other other heroes that we don't need to say that batman bad blood is the only way we could get our bat family <laughs> yeah please look elsewhere um <laughs> i gotta say because this is a very recent one but it bears repeating injustice has six out of ten on imdb 
And that is a gross, gross overestimation of what injustice <laughs> is. What I got to just check the Rotten Tomatoes here real quick, because this is a hot take. I will never give up on. So I will not change my mind. <laughs> <laughs> I Injustice was terrible and mm-hmm. you shouldn't be wasting your time with it. Go play the video game. 60% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's still fresh. That's not enough. That's not enough for me. <laughs> That one is spoiled rotten, and I don't understand why it's loved. It it makes sense up to a certain point, and then after that, it fell off the rails. I I would ask. Um, right now, there's no audience score yet. So if you agree with go, if you agree with us, please go on there and make sure it's rotten. And if you don't, just forget we said anything. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, what was? most fun things to record for you i have so many and it is wild so i loved going through static shock and tackling the episodes in which they tackled actually a strong theme like we dealt with the racism in in a superhuman america for season one episode eight i believe it was the sins of our father of the father um that was a great one because i feel like that's a conversation that not many people probably had like just the fact of how do you address racism in a superhero show when you have like 20 something minutes mm. um so that the fact that they tackle homelessness also i will say this one of my favorite things to record mainly because it still comes up in the back of my mind every day was Teen Titans Judas contract where you pointed out and I didn't realize it that when Slade had captured Robin he told him that he would basically beat him to a pulp and train him so that whenever he tells him to bring my pipe he will do so and then pointed out that Robin actually brought in his pipe later on in the film (laughs) so beat him with it yes it still gives me joy to this day (laughs) Oh yeah, that ah, uh, that was a fun one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, that uh that was Judas contract. Another another fun one. What was your favorite fun moment? Generally, anytime we can come in and just rip something to shreds. Oh yeah. I, <laughs> oh, I'm a hundred percent down. Um, but besides the negative things, I think two things that stand out. Our Frozen episode of Static Shock when we covered Frozen, because it came out of nowhere for me. I did mm. not expect such a fantastic 20 minutes of television, and it absolutely floored me. Uh, if we were doing ratings for each of the episodes, which would have been insane. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, it would have. <laughs> uh, that would have been a 10 out of 10. That Definitely. Um, so I love that. And... I loved talking with Susie Myers. Um, that yes. that episode, I loved us, you know, talking to someone who's actually out there doing it, doing voice acting, and getting some insight. I still use her um, advice of you can't play two intentions at once. Um, in my writing and acting, I I I loved sitting down and talking with her, and she was so fun to have. And you know. Next is you next. I think we're going to get Phil Lamar. So um, <laughs> if you're out there, Phil, uh, or Mr. Lamar, whatever you'd like to be called, Martian Manhunter, if, if that's what you prefer. Um, 
give us a call. You know, we're here. Yeah. And yo, know, I yes, that Susie Myers episode was so great. I'm very thankful that we got a chance to speak with her. Uh, just because she was just so much fun to talk to. And, you know, as a person who grew up, like, you know, like you, you to meet your heroes in a way, to hear the people that brought life to the voice, uh, to the characters and bring, give them their voice. It's amazing just to speak with somebody who's, as you mentioned, is in the, doing the work. Um, so, and we really hope that for those who are listening out there that have a passion to do voiceover and voice acting, that, um, again, like there's some great knowledge and knowledge clips that you can grab from that to help you along with your journey. 100% agree. There's, there's so much packed in there. I go back and listen to it sometimes just to have, when I'm, to have a good day, because <laughs> that's a good way to start your day, listening <laughs> to Susie Myers. Yes. So definitely recommend. So we do all of, we do editing in-house and we do recording and we take care of a lot of the technical stuff. So we, we've learned a lot along the way. I may be stacking this question, but um, <laughs> what was the biggest behind the scenes blunder <laughs> that we, <laughs> that, can you think of one? <laughs> oh, yes. I, oh, gosh. This is the, so again, um, Andrew and I, we record separately from our homes. We are doing a video call to do so. The one time that we actually got together to record a live thing for uh what was it called again the um batman death in the family now mm-hmm. i i paid because like for for those who don't know or if you haven't listened to the episode please go back to listen to the episode before you come back to this part but the digital version the streaming version does not include the choose your own adventure so i Spent the money to buy this on DVD. Andrew came by to the spot. We were getting ready to watch it. We started recording. And then after we made all of our comments and everything, everything would have been beautiful. My computer legit died. (laughs) Deleting every (laughs) single second of recording. (laughs) And I, I'm going to like, I, (laughs) so um, and we might try to do this a different time uh, for something else, like mm. something live, because we legitimately it was the first time we had gone through the movie. So all our reactions were authentically like, yes, this is what's <laughs> happening. We were like just as shocked as you would have been watching it. And it's all gone. <laughs> it's all gone. <laughs> Y'all just get that insurance, get the warranty, please. Don't let what happened to me happen to you. <laughs> yep. Always record twice. Because uh, <laughs> wow. Yeah, that was uh that that was a fun real I mean, we it was hilarious and we just re-recorded what we remember the next week, but mm-hmm. uh yeah, that is that is a we once said killing jo- joke is the lost episode. That was the true lost episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's somewhere on another earth. You know, as our man told us, the the person who made the decision to properly uh, record both sides on a different platform, some way, shape, or form, that person has it. So if you're looking for that lost episode, you're going to have to travel to a different earth. <laughs> yep. There you'll find Red Robin is the main Robin of Titans and... <laughs> 
everyone has a hundred dollars more than they <laughs> normally. It's a great earth. It's and I also earth. have a working computer. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, let's go there now. Let's get into a portal and hop. Into that yeah. Um, what movie having movie or episode, what have you of TV after seeing it, you're like, I'm good on never seeing that again. <laughs> Uh, wow, there, there is quite a few. I mean, we already talked about Batman Blood, um, Bad Blood. Um, in in extension, I'm also going to just keeping on with the blood train. I think I'm gonna have to go with uh, Wonder Woman Bloodlines. Like, I, oh man, uh, it's it's such a shame because I love the concept Wonder Woman, I love her character, she's awesome. Again, I just didn't feel like the movie did her justice. And when you have a perfectly great film where um, I believe it's Rosario Dawson who voices her in the in the previous animated film, you know, that tells her story in this way, her origin, how she comes out to um, basically save the day, all of that stuff. I know for a fact that they pulled some stuff from that film in order to make the the Wonder Woman's um, live action film, but to have it that you know you we had to watch through basically a thirty minute prequel, and then somehow tie the end of it together. Like I will, I can't go through that again. I will at any given moment watch the Wonder Woman film, the original one from two thousand nine. Oh yeah, yeah. Blah, blah. Oh god, bloodlines. I fell asleep. <laughs> I fell asleep I fell so many asleep. times. I had to watch it at least four times, and three out of the four, I fell asleep. Yeah, and as we said in our Wonder Woman episode, we love this character. We we she's a great heroine. We just wish a little bit more care would be taken into adapting her stories, uh, so they're just as well received as like Mask of Phantasm and um, Bad Blood. Apparently, for some of you, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Um, my choice is kind of weird, um, unexpected, but um, I I don't know if I'd go back to Constantine City of Demons, the the movie. Ooh, I had blocked that one from memory. I was just yeah. Graphic. <laughs> that movie was so gruesome and it's so gory and so bloody, and it works for the aesthetic of the film, of course. But man, is it depressing! <laughs> it is really depressing. Yeah. To, to watch and sit through and yeah you it's not fun <laughs> it's not a fun movie um the subject matter of you know Constantine's redemption story to try to after he sentenced a girl to hell it doesn't like things don't get better for Constantine <laughs> in mm-hmm. this movie and I think at the time we watched it I believed we were you know it was midsummer um and you know things were getting better in the world but not completely there and it was like this is not the thing i want to be watching <laughs> <laughs> i think i was also about to move which also might have factored into well, it. <laughs> <laughs> the irony is that like i think we both rated it a 10 out of 10 <laughs> yeah, maybe yeah i think we maybe did uh 10 out of 10 wouldn't watch again there yeah. are those movies <laughs> that you just are like like beasts of no nation mm-hmm. uh Fruvale Station, Moonlight. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know if about a second time or those. But they're all good in their own ways. But I don't think 
I'll be doing that. And Static Shack episode, never again. Never oh, yeah. again. <laughs> never again. That and also the uh, the Hoop Squad episode. <laughs> and then to balance out the karma, I'd ask, what um, movie episode did you find a renewed love for? And now you just can't stop talking about after revisiting it um, after all this time. In terms of movie... I'll have to give it to Mask of the Phantasm. Mm -hmm. To be honest, it was such a long time since I've seen that film um, before we we watched it for our discussion. And I didn't really remember it. I remember people being like, oh my gosh, it's so amazing. It's such a great film. And I was like, they got nothing under the Red Hood. And then I watched it and I was just like, wow, this is... This is good writing. This is good animation. This is how you do Batman. Because I think we get wrapped up in the Batman has to be a punch him up fest. Or, you know, and that led into people saying that, like, you know, if I'm going to watch my Batman films, like, why do I have to watch this person with, like, teenage angst at the age of 40? But this one was just so well written because we got a chance to see how Bruce's life ties in so much more with his Batman persona than we thought and him even questioning should he drop the cow should he you know become a husband and you know potentially a father you know but it all was so well written for a movie that's the first one out of its of its history in terms of DC animated films I don't think there's ever going to be anything that can hold a candle to that honestly there are some that are very close, don't get me wrong, but it did something revolutionary with the character of Batman that I'm hoping that we get a chance to see more and more of in the future. And then in terms of a television show, you know, I think I'm going to have to give it to, again, I talked about it before, but Sins of the Father from, from Static Shock, that conversation about racism in a superhuman America. I, after watching it, Again, like, I remember feeling awkward watching as Richie's dad was saying some things. Like, he didn't blatantly go out and say the N-word or anything, but it felt like it was said. You know, and that sense of, like, seeing someone like Virgil, who looks a lot like me, having to be ushered out because he doesn't feel safe anymore. That fear is something that I feel like I'm still having even to this day. However, now watching it again, getting a chance to hear Robert address his anger while also recognizing his own safety may be in jeopardy, but doing this so eloquently, that is something that I'm going to take with me for life. You know, it's something that, you know, in the future, you know, if or when I have kids, I'm going to make sure that, um, I say things like that to them, or even just connecting with somebody who's younger, another person of color who's younger, who's experiencing that thing in the moment, and that thing being, um, you know, a racist ideal or comment being made, that is some, hearing him talk about it in that way, I was just like, I want to be more like a person like Robert, because he's done such a great job in expressing his frustration, his anger, his fear, but also his confidence as as a black man in America to make sure that everything about him is safe. Beautifully said. Yeah. I, I think 
that is if you have any time just you just need 20 minutes <laughs> and that's the beauty you just need 20 minutes to see this very insightful very well made episode of static that still has such an impact years later still the dialogue is unfortunately still relevant mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the thing um it's a double edged sword because it's things as much as things have changed they haven't in some areas and this episode is it reminds you of that and it's like it's a time capsule it's relevant it's dynamic definitely should be required watching for me rediscovering a love for static shock overall is great great and i know it's gonna sound weird but i army of darkness the episode with the night breed these these (laughs) humans that can only live underground i i don't i still don't think you understand why i love this so much yo i'm gonna get you i don't quite understand it (laughs) I'm going to get you the Bless Syndicate comics. Don't worry. (laughs) I just picked up the compendium. So (laughs) I got you. (laughs) I'm going to wear Nightbreed shirts from now on. (laughs) All my shirts are Nightbreed. Um, Get you the sunglasses too. (laughs) The sunglasses, yes. So it's that. And I will not. I refuse to stop preaching the gospel of Batman versus Robin. Mm. Uh, 10 out of 10 versus movie. Where, you know, usually it's just like you get the one versus fight and that's it. The movie ends. But here it's a philosophical debate. It's a moral debate. It's an actual bust up on a man beating on his 10 year old ninja kid and <laughs> everything. The story is so well thought out. And if it was put in isolation and by itself, it would be a perfect, fully formed story. Unfortunately, Bad Blood ruins it. But uh, the plot line. But um, what else hasn't it ruined? But uh, this this is peak storytelling. I loved what they did with it. And I encourage everyone of, of course, you know, see Apocalypse War, see Flashpoint Paradox, of course. But this is the one for me. Batman versus Robin. Watch it. (laughs) Yeah, so that's, that's just a quick rundown of, you know, our favorite things and most memorable moments. And now, you know, if you've seen the end of Academy Award Mist, Venom, Let There Be Carnage, it ends with Venom and Eddie putting their toes in the sand uh, and, you know, kicking back for a while. And that's what we're going to do, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So to make sure that we can see what's coming up next in our future, we're going to take a quick break, a quick month long break just to give ourselves some time because you know life of course mm-hmm. and also to make sure that we can collect a bunch of stuff for y'all in the future uh, we have some great plans for what we have coming up next um don't worry we're gonna still be providing you that good old great dc content don't we will never tell you to go <laughs> out and watch um steel featuring Shaq. don't worry we won't ever tell you to do that but if you do end up doing that um don't complain to us because you chose your, you made your decision. <laughs> yeah, you, you you did it to yourself. Yeah, but we are definitely going to still be in the DC animated world. Do not worry because we have a ton more movies that we are very much looking forward to discuss as we're going to be covering for our next season, a film from every year of the DC animated universe creation. Um, every 
DCOM, I guess the D, the not Disney <laughs> Channel original movie, but <laughs> the DC comic original movie. Recovering one for every year. What the ones that we felt were really good, some that we just really wanted to discuss, and some were actually just like you know it, we had covered every other film that came out that year, so we had to talk about this one. Since there's been 16 years uh, consecutively, this is going to be our sweet and sour 16 season. So, you know, Rotten Tomatoes, fresh or rotten. We ain't doing that. We're doing it sweet or sour. Six or over, it's sweet. Go watch it. Five or lower, it's sour. Don't do it. (laughs) Don't do it to yourself. (laughs) So uh, that's what we're going to be doing. uh, And we might have a few surprises along the way. Maybe maybe we might stop in and cover a DC animated movie that goes to theaters. And it isn't Teen Titans Go versus Space Jam or whatever that thing was. <laughs> Don't worry. We won't let you watch that one either, y'all. <laughs> no, no, no. But yeah, we got some exciting things. Hopefully we we can, in addition to covering movies, we can also change up the format, do some exciting profiles. Again, Phil Lamar, when you're ready. Um, Where are you at? We here. That I, I'm saying Tara Strong, uh, come on. Like, we love you. Uh, we'd love to Greg. talk to you. <laughs> Greg and Greg, you know, we've you know, we been hearing all your music. Uh, so, <laughs> Craig Sipes, let us know. <laughs> Greg Griffin, everything you do is magic. We could obviously go on naming voice actors for the next 10 minutes. And <laughs> but uh, it, is, it is summer break for us. I hope you also out there are taking some time off to you know recharge your batteries get some, some of that solar energy you you won't turn into superman but you it's good for your skin yes <laughs> all right well that wraps up our annual we'll see y'all in the in a month and just remember to take care of yourselves and always remember that dc comics is here for you we're here for you um for all of your animated dc comics and production needs um, or if you just want to shoot the shit about, you know, apparently why Bad Blood should be higher ranked. Um, yeah. And remember, the deal is still if you find one of us on the street and give us a full copy of Bad Blood, we'll give you a crisp, clean five dollars and guest spot on this show. But it has to be a DVD Blu-ray of Bad Blood. <laughs> <laughs> That's those are the those are the works, and you get a full guest spot because you've shown much de- more dedication than we ever will. 